It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee Clough Show. Thanks for coming along for the ride again, as we say every week. If you uh, enjoy the podcast, please share it on social media. Let everybody else know that you're hipper than they are. You can always say, you know, I found them first. I'm glad I could turn you on to them so that you can enjoy a part of your day. Bro, you should check out this podcast I'm listening to. Uh, all of the, all the podcasts are available along with all the social media links and links to the terrestrial radio show that we have. You can just head over to jlnkshow.com. Uh, coming up today on the big podcast, uh, we'll cover some rejected license plates from the year 2020. We'll turn it into a fun game. Well, you will have a pen and a paper, and then I'll have you spell it out, and you can try to guess what the license plates are supposed to say. Uh, I'll be honest with you, there's a couple in here that I don't really understand, so we'll get to that when we get to that. We'll talk about <laughs> What is the, a raw dog? <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's better, morning or evening sex? They also include afternoon sex, but we don't think that that's really a thing. It's a myth, much like the female orgasm. We'll talk about uh, a cannibal kink. Uh, Ari, Army Hammer got himself into a bit of trouble. It appears that he likes to bite and brand his ladies. It appears that this fucking tanked his career. Uh, the cannibal fetish is a real thing. He's not the only one. Uh, we'll talk about what happens when moms find your sex toys. We'll talk about the worst person on the planet. Ma! More D-batteries! Uh, I will tell you this, when we get to the worst person on the planet, the best news about this, and we do it every podcast, is the good news is this person is dead. we got a dead body at the end of the story, and you're going to be happy about it. Uh, so we'll get to that here uh, eventually. Let's get through this podcast. We're going to start with, I can't believe no one has thought to do this before. And I'm guessing this is incredibly lucrative. Now, uh, lots of people make their own porno videos, right? And then they upload them onto the the porno sites, right? And they're like, hey, you know, hey guys, hit like and subscribe, right? More or less. They have channels. And uh, and we found out that if you get 50,000 subscribers to your Pornhub account, Pornhub sends you a Pornhub Varsity jacket. How great is that? What's your letter in? DP, bro. <laughs> so I don't know what your, your, I don't know what these people that upload their videos, do they have like a certain thing that they're into? It was like, you know, we're into role play or we're into, you know, just straight missionary, whatever. Well, there's like the furry people, the cosplay people. Okay. The, you know. What about the opportunity? You find a couple and you're like, hey, hey, they're pretty all right. And you, you say, man, I like their videos, but they're just the same thing over and over and over again. Maybe they could mix it up a little bit. You know what they should do? They should listen to me and then I'll give them great ideas for them to film these awesome porno videos. And then everybody's going to be happy, right? At first, you're like, that sounds gross. But then you start to think about it. Having your own custom-made-to-order porno, I mean, that's that's pretty highfalutin. That's exactly what these folks do. It is, whoa, I hey, I don't, hey. I don't enjoy the regular porno. I like to have the custom tailored. Hey, hey she pretty good. Yeah? She pretty good. Why don't you flash um, that phone over this way? They said uh, you can get custom fetish videos. Whatever you want to see, they will do it. Obviously, it comes at a price. Um, is it a flat rate or is it like a pay by the act? Pizza toppings, like I want butt stuff. I just assume you would always order the meat lovers, Warren. I suppose that's, I always just assume that you would. I want to send it back to the chef. Not enough dong on this one. Dan and Rihanna, or Rian, are. 
well, I guess there's their actors in pornos. Their mission is to provide porn to those whose needs aren't being met by the massive arsenal of smut that is currently available online right now. They say, if you can think of it, we can do it. No request is too large, too small, or too weird. Yeah, maybe you're into hey. those uh, stepbrothers or stepsisters stuck in things, but you're like, I'd like to see her stuck in an 86 Chevette hatchback. Hey, how come nobody's thought of this before? Among the requests that they've received, they've shot videos for fully clothed woman swatting flies. I don't think that's pornography. A woman vacuuming a couch with a 1960s era canister vacuum. <laughs> a $30,000 project they made. Featuring 25 people at a wedding where the best man, son-in-law, stepson all get involved, and eventually so do the rest of the guests. A $30,000 custom-made porno. That's what leads me to believe that this might be lucrative. Uh, They do say uh, some of the fetishes we enjoy working with, they like wet and messy, they like balloons, feet, tickling, medical fetish, spit fetish, cat fights, latex, mesmerizing. I don't even know what that is. I've seen some pretty mesmerizing ones. Horror, porn, female domination, anything unique, wild, and fun. Um, I wanted to turn to the camera and say, hey, Warren, thanks for watching. You're welcome, buddy. Yeah, or like, hey, Warren, hit like and subscribe. Our custom videos start at a 15-minute clip, and you can go all the way to a feature-length film. Specific props, exotic locations... Specialty models, wild ideas, and possible scenarios are all part of our service. You dream it, they can do it. So no matter what your weirdo... Dude, you're, you bring up a good point, man. In the, in the litany of porno that's out there and things that have been done and trends, why somebody hasn't done the custom-made-to-order video? Yeah. I mean, granted, you really got to trust the partner that you're with that you're so, going to be with that partner forever because once you start getting into some weird shit, you got to be careful. They don't go blabbing to everybody. Well, you're so, like, yo, this is between us, right? We just did this because it's work, right? So it's just like getting, getting a deck put in your backyard. Like you send them what you want. They send you an estimate. They're like, well, that's going to cost you about this. And you try to talk them down a little bit. Yeah, they probably sketch out like a blueprint. Oh, they have a, a stable of models. The best way to get a fast video is to use the models we already have booked. It also helps to keep your price down. Get the newsletter uh, on model announcements. Uh, so you got a stable of uh, ladies you can pick from. Yeah, and then you can get your uh, and then you can get your videos made. Uh, they do have some downloadable movies there right now. Uh, at fifteen bucks a pop, twenty bucks a pop, thirty bucks a pop. I think thirty seems to be the uh, the high water mark here. What's your addiction, Warren? I uh, it's not gambling. I'm addicted to custom made. Ooh, how about kind how about this? Messy girls three pie whores. <laughs> uh. Or maybe for 19.99, cock possessed. Okay. Wow. Uh, you can get it at anatomicmedia.com A-N-A-T-O-M-I-K media.com Plus it's got to be a little hot to know you're seeing a movie that nobody else has or has seen before. Yeah, I've never even heard of this weirdo bullshit that I like. I'd be making up stuff. I'm like, yeah, uh, cover her in Kool-Aid. Grape. Okay, do you have a pen handy? Do you have a piece of paper handy? Or you can just try to do it by memory? Um, do you need a pen? I need a pen. I don't trust my memory. There's a sharpie around here somewhere, I thought. Here, here's a pen. Every good radio station has a pen bucket. Yeah. All right, All so right. I'll okay. give you these license plates. You write them down and tell me. Uh, these are uh, rejected license plates for the year 2020. 
just a handful of the thousands that get rejected every year. Uh, how about this one? F U C O V I D. Ah, fuck you, COVID. S U X B A L Z. <laughs> Sucks balls. Q U E E F. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> hey, who's trying to get queef on their license plates? Hey, if you wanted a license plate, it's going to make 100% of people behind you laugh. G-R-B-N-A-S-S. Grab an ass. Grab an ass. W-A-P-P-P. Oh, wet ass pussy, pussy, pussy. B-O-S-B-1-C-H. Boss bitch. Boss bitch, all right. P-R-N-F-A-N. P-R-N-F-A-N. Porn fan. <laughs> I want everybody to know that I'll get on the internet looking fucking nudity. R-G-A-S-M-F. R-Gas, motherfucker. R-Gasms. R-Gas, okay. R. Okay. S-X-Y-A-F. Sexy as fuck. Okay. Right. B-R-A-Z-Z-E-R. Brazers. <laughs> F-N. Okay. G-R. B-N. G. Finger bang. I'm bringing it back. The finger bang is coming back. D-O-N-T. F-W-M. Don't fuck with me. That guy's got a Punisher skull in the back of his truck. Punisher skull. Punisher skull. P O O H P N. <laughs> Pooping. <laughs> just for the record, who's getting sucks balls on their license plates? Uh, I was, Hi, I'm 16. I just got my license. I was 17 and I drove a 1969 Lincoln, so my license plate read uh, one fine 69. Yes. I was I was pretty happy about that. There was one guy I remember that got rejected in the news. It was ID eight JLB eight. JLB. Yeah. Then another guy had the chemical equation for crystal methamphetamine, uh, which is why would you do that? Nope. Queef though. Uh, that's that's a bit much, isn't it? Is that a that's a Pontiac G? Is that queef? Oh, it is. All right, morning or evening sex, which is the best? According to experts, it really depends on what time of day uh, is providing the most positives and negatives for the person and their day. Positive is you wake up, you're full of energy, the day is ahead of you, you know, nothing has knocked you out of the mood, so morning is great. However, at the end of the day, you can immediately roll over and go to sleep afterwards, which is also kind of nice and soothing. Most people love having sex when they like when they like to, they have it, uh, it, and and they do it when they want. It varies from person to person. Uh, some folks may be morning sex. Some people may be nighttime sex. Evidently, there's some afternoon people in there, too, but we don't think that's a real thing. Here's the positives. Morning sex. Morning sex, obviously, the world hasn't fucking chewed you up yet. Hey, afternoon so, sex. What, are we unemployed? So you're still in a pretty good mood in the morning. It's good for men because your testosterone levels are at their peak. Since testosterone is produced during sleep, obviously you have a great deal of it in the morning. Wood, right? Uh, Feel-good things like endorphins and dopamine can be released during sex. It also puts people in a good mood to start the day. On the downside, people have a lot of shit they have to do. 
sadly, taking up any extra time in the morning is taking away from other things you could be doing, like making breakfast, getting the kids ready, going to work. And that could make it hard on the rest of your day. Yeah, I'm 10 minutes behind all day today because I decided sex this morning was a good idea. Now I fucked up everything else. It can also make folks want to go back to sleep, which isn't a good thing first thing in the morning. Now, evening sex, it's more common, obviously, because, well, that's just the way it is. The day is done, everything's finished, you can focus on that. A nightcap, if you will. It's easier for people to relax once the commitments of the day are over. And they can slow down. And thanks to the release of uh, oxytocin, nighttime sex can make it easier for you to fall asleep. Of course, if a person's day has left them, I don't know, beaten, exhausted, stressed, obviously it's hard to do that at night. If life has just FNGRBNG'd you. Well, what about afternoons? What may sound like a perfect compromise, afternoon sex isn't always easy, thanks to, you know, f- employment yeah, sometimes the, gets in the way. Yeah, the only time I can think of is what? Uh, vacation. When you're both around in the middle of the day with nothing to do. Yeah. They do say that since uh, everybody's been working from home, a large percentage of the population has been working from home, afternoon sex is becoming more of a thing. Oh, all right. Okay. Speaking of sex, does the cannibal kink interest you at all? Army Hammer has gotten himself into a, a shitload of trouble because of allegations of emotional and sexual abuse coming from various women that he's dated. One of those was the, uh, the uh, cannibalism fantasy that he has. We thought that was super weird. Yeah, he told one of his uh, former lovers that he wanted to eat her and he licked one of her cuts. And then another one he branded near her genitals and then licked the uh, branding wound. Uh, Army Hammer has denied many of the allegations and refused to talk about the runs that he denied. Well, I see you denied some of those, but some of them you didn't deny. Would you like to talk about the ones that you didn't deny? He said, no, I don't want to talk about those. Hey, and also, if you're totally innocent, selling your house and moving out in the middle of the night is another great indicator of complete innocence. Uh, He says that anything that happened between a woman and himself was discussed and it was consensual. Uh, obviously, he has nightmares, uh, a nightmare situation on his hand because Hollywood and his own team have dropped him. He's literally got nobody. Um, so there's a woman named Jenny. She's retired. She's a professional dominatrix. She says cannibalism kinks are really a thing in the BDSM world. Like, so weird. Really. Not like they really aren't. She's saying they really are. As jarring as the word cannibalism is, and she's right. It's jarring. She's surprised by how shocked everyone is because it's a really common, normal fetish, if a fetish is normal. She adds that it's likely something to, uh, it's something any professional dominatrix has encountered on a regular basis is the cannibalism. And this young, or this, uh, this woman's, uh, she's a retired professional dominatrix. The cannibalism fantasy has nothing to do with wanting to eat human flesh. Instead, that's funny, that's what I thought cannibalism was. Yeah. She sees it as a kind of radical intimacy. Oh, so it's not about eating and filling your belly. It's about being as close to someone as you could possibly get by putting them inside you. Well, it's not about me being super fucking hungry. I'm starving. I'm going to fill up on people. Power and control of someone being willing to give up a part of themselves to you. That's the cannibalism fetish. Still weird, lady. Of course, with all kinks of sexual behaviors, boundaries need to be discussed beforehand. Mm. 
you know, like that branding shit that he's into. Uh, and, and, you know, taking a bite out of somebody, you better, you better get permission, some sort of acceptance way. You better get it in writing. I'll be honest with you. Well, then aren't you also like, we're all, we all know enough about meat and the process that you want something young and tender that hasn't been through the grinder. You don't want to take a bite out of somebody that life has had their way with. What do you cook that with? Like, what is that? Like 165, 175 is a pork pork's like 165, right? Well, it's chicken. Maybe chicken's 165. Pork might be like 155. I think pork's 135. You got to cook that shit, man. You got to get it hot. All right. A woman admits that she was, uh, well, she's ashamed because her boyfriend's mom has seen em- embarrassing sex toys. Out of, the, out of the, uh, the entire scope of emotions you can feel, shame. Being ashamed is like the worst. Yeah. I'd rather be embarrassed than ashamed. Oh, any day. Any day, because uh, feeling I'd, shame... I'd rather have people mad at me than be ashamed. I am ashamed of something I have done or when, something I have been found out about me. When you were ashamed of something, <laughs> you knew it was bad going into it, and you were caught. Shame oh. says you were caught doing something. Embarrassment was like, oh, I might have messed up a little bit. Oh, it's so embarrassing, you know? And then he felt shame. Yeah, like you sat down on a Twix bar accidentally and it melted into the back of your pants. And you're like, oh my God, it's so embarrassing. It looks like I pooped myself. <laughs> but shame is something that shame you is... feel on the inside. Yeah, shame is It goes to... deep. Yeah. A woman talking about her and her boyfriend, they enjoy <clears throat> certain things when oh. it comes to their time together. Ah. And that includes, wait, what? I th- I thought the roles were reversed here. Um, they're weird shit that they're into. I mean, I'm, excuse me. The certain things that they're into include shackling her boyfriend to the coffee table. Can't you just with most coffee tables just get up? She says that since they didn't have any visitors due to the coronavirus, they stopped putting away the shackles and it became so normalized that it didn't even notice that the shackles were attached to the coffee table anymore. You know, once you see some clutter laying around enough, you yeah. you don't see the clutter anymore. That's where the shame, shame comes in. The woman shares that her boyfriend's mother recently stopped by and noticed the shackles. <laughs> what are those? The, Is there a wild animal that escaped? The mom asked about the handcuffs on the table, to which the woman replied, don't worry about it, then blurted out, also, they aren't handcuffs. She was explaining that they're shackles for your ankles. And then she says, I don't know why I fucking said that last part. She says, that's a quote. I don't know why I fucking said that last part. Yeah, they're not. They're, oh, those aren't handcuffs. Those are shackles. Those go around your ankles. What? The woman joked that um, uh, she is the personification of shame. Now, there's uh, no recovering from that. I don't think so. To the mom's credit, though, she didn't ask it. She didn't pry any further. Folks on Reddit. What, what would you possibly ask? This is for my son, isn't it? You you shackle him to furniture like an animal. You're right. And what do you do to my son after you lock up his ankles? Come on, Peg. Tell me. What do you do? Um, a lot of people are asking the woman where she got the coffee table and the shackles. And is it like a matching set? Others gave props to the mom for not embarrassing her. Um, the woman did say that when the mother got up to go use the bathroom, she quickly grabbed the shackles and hid them. Actually, that would be weird, too, because then the mother comes back and she is like, hey, the shackles are gone. Your handcuffs are gone. He escaped. Yeah. It's uh, true. Your son is on the lamb, ma'am. Uh, so, boy, this is a tough one. Uh, a fella has reached out for some advice. He, it appears 
a vibrator he left at his parents' house. 31-year-old guy and his 29-year-old fiance were finally able to go visit his elderly parents after getting vaccinated for COVID. Had to throw in that elderly word to make it even worse. Two-week visit was perfect. There was one travel aid that didn't end up making the re- return trip. It was and and I don't this word is this makes it rough. Elderly parents and enormous pink rabbit vibrator. <laughs> the dude is freaking out because he knows there's absolutely no way. His folks won't find it next to the bed when they clean the sheets. He describes his parents as being ultra-conservative and traditional. The subject of sex never once came up in their house when he was growing up. Ever. Not. One. Time. Well, maybe they'll be pleased to find out he discovered it on his own. Seems like he does pretty good. Now his brain is filled with what-ifs when his parents ask about the enormous pink rabbit vibrator. Uh, He's afraid that they're going to call, so he's been ducking their calls. He wants to know, what am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to address this? It was a joke. I don't think you could do it. You just have to say, we we fucked up, man. Most people say the best play in this situation is to address, just address it. Uh, and call the parent that he's quote-unquote closest with. <laughs> Somebody says, address the rabbit in the room. Call the parent that he's closest with. So then keep things short and sweet by saying how much they enjoyed their vision, uh, visit, and then mention the personal and intimate item that was left behind. Uh, and then give them permission to throw it out. <laughs> just toss yeah, it. Yeah, you could go ahead and just throw that in the garbage. Okay, worst case scenarios, you don't mention it. They don't mention it. The next time you come back, it's sitting on the stand ready for you. Like, well, this is, nah, you have I'll no, just die here. There's no choice but to throw it out because they can't give it back because then you know in the back of your head that somewhere, somehow, either mom or dad, someone has handled this sex toy. Yep. This enormous pink rabbit vibrator. No way. Has been in mom's paws. No way. Go ahead and, and toss it out for me, would you? <laughs> just chuck it into the deep woods. All right, we're ready for the worst person on the planet. The good news is, and we've never had this situation before, but we like to wrap up every podcast with the worst person on the planet. Every day, somebody has got to be the worst human being on the planet. I know it's a big, it's a big ass planet. There's lots of people. Somebody has to be the worst. Yeah, if you lined us all up every day, somebody is the end of that list. We try to find that person. At least once a week, we try to find that person and include them in the podcast. Now, this person is terrible, and this has never happened before. I don't want to say that I'm glad that it happened, but I'm glad that it happened because he's dead now. I think we can all agree that, you know, animal fighting is bad, right? I don't care if you put a couple of, bull, you know, a couple of, uh, you know, uh, dogs in a ring. Yeah. It's you're a fucking terrible human being for doing that. And that's the worst case scenario. But even like, uh, you know, chicken fighting. Bad. You know, cock fighting. Oh, it's despicable, right? You can't put two animals in there and make them fucking, you know, run each other down till one of them dies. But it happens. Well, a cockfighting ring has been broken up because cops say, uh, cockfighting, by the way, illegal. A rooster had a three-inch blade tied to its leg because that's what they do. They put little blades on the back of the little the little chicken feet, right? Yeah, and then they go make them fight. And in the process of fighting like they naturally would, they slice each other to death. Yeah. As the chicken was being prepped to fight, 
It went into a paddock and ended up cutting its owner. And the chickens they use for chicken fighting, they're fucking huge roosters. They're not like the kind you'd buy at a store to eat. They're giant. Oh, it's not the egg droppers? No, things like this. Like so this they're like mean as hell. Yeah. Well, this one sliced, slashed its owner right in the groin. He bled out on the way to the hospital. The chicken essentially just kicked him in the nuts with his three-inch blade. And the man bled out on his way to the hospital. I think as a paramedic, you have to say, well, this fucking clown gets what he deserves. He's like, help me. It's getting cold and dark. Like, yeah, you need to help. It's traffic. I he's mean, like, we're, we're trying. He's like, whoa, man, I got this COVID thing going on right now. I don't... I, I think I think that the Lord would be happy that I didn't save a cockfighter, sir. Yeah. I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to let you go to the darkness. I apologize. So there you go. There's your worst person on the planet with a happy ending. That's never happened before. Again, if you dug this podcast, man, thank you so much. And uh, if you get the opportunity, please share it with other people, other like-minded people. Because remember, all of these are not safe for work and not safe for children. So certainly don't pass this along to children. Even if they are standing outside the liquor store at 11 o'clock on a Saturday night, asking you to maybe go inside and buy you some not safe for work podcast. Don't do it. Don't give it to the children. Just share it amongst your friends who have like minds. And... uh Share it on social media. We appreciate that. Also, check out everything else, the social media and the trustworthy radio show by heading over to jlnkshow.com, like we said. All right, on that note, we got to go. We'll do it again next week, so we'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.